Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends. I'm Paul Verhoeven and I sound dreadful. Dad, how are you this morning? Paul, I am really good paul we um we have only got a few tickets left for melbourne uh yeah the melbourne show the second melbourne show is we really want to fill this out because everyone's asking about different cities so if you have friends who are in melbourne and haven't bought tickets yet to one of our live shows in december and you want us to come to your city guess what we can't come to your city unless we sell these shows out yeah and if there's if i look out into the into the the abyss Mm -hmm. on the second day the matinee because it'll still be dark so i'll just pull all the shutters down Mm-hmm. Create the the mood of nighttime, yeah, which is a really good mood. Mm. If I see one vacant seat, uh, we're not going to do another show. That's right. It's going to sulk and storm off. Sounds extreme, but mm. now, Paul, Paul, you um, have been. You are in a very, very small. I hope it's a small group of society that suffers something that is. I mean, we've all probably had bad headaches in our life. Uh, yeah. My father, Hank, was mm. a migraine sufferer to the extent that I occasionally saw my dad cry. In He'd be sitting on the side of his bed crying in, the, oh in pain. It was very, very, very upsetting as a young kid. Mm. To see your dad cry, it's just this weird... I mean, to see your mum cry is bad... Yeah. If you've got two mums to see one of the mums cry, two dads, well, that'd be doubly bad seeing two dads crying. But, you know, you, Paul, have a... You are you suffer from migraines. Yes. And yes, I do. a lot of the listeners will not know what I'm about to say, but Paul, being the consummate professional, has done, my, has done you know, these podcasts over the years and sometimes he has had a migraine and you'd never know he's stoic mm. he's he is stoic uh that's not that's very kind of you to say it's not a word i would use to describe myself but it's um it's uh it sucks i basically started getting them when i was about 18 years old i've talked about it on the show before because i had some very kind listeners reach out with some recommendations for how to treat these things and i recently got a diagnosis from a um from a doctor i went to a physiotherapist at like a sports doctor person because we thought maybe it was structural and it turns out actually it was and I got a diagnosis I've got something called um, uh, occipital neuralgia which is basically the big nerve clusters at the base of my skull um, going out the back of my head and the very base of my neck the big four nerve clusters um, it's like a nerve thing and everything there is basically jacked up like it's all wrecked so I'm in pain I have about four migraines a week and they just I'm in pain 
pretty much around the clock. I get woken up by headaches. I go to sleep with headaches. It's just, you know, it's, it sucks. So the occipital neuralgia was, Dad, you know this. Uh, about a month ago, the doctor prescribed me a medication that was basically a low-level antidepressant, which they found out weirdly targeted those nerve clusters. Mm-hmm. So he said, the first step is to try this. It's going to make you very, very groggy all day, but we're going to try it for like a month. So I was taking this stuff. And so it's been a month of pretty much nonstop sleepiness and the medication didn't work. And so the next step is this process called denervation where they get me on a CAT scan table. And this happened yesterday morning, by the way. Um, And yes, I was this sick. I mean, I had this weird strep throat infection thing and I was masked up and sanitized and I'd done my COVID tests and whatever. But they strapped me to this gurney, literally strapped me down, put me into this tube and then the whirring thing goes around and then they put... um, And they started putting little... uh, like they, he, he got a marker out and started marking the back of my neck. And I'm like, that's interesting. And then they put me back in and took me back out. And because it's quite early, Dad, I was getting a bit sleepy. And then they woke me up uh, because they put a needle into each of these spots, basically deep into the nerve clusters at the base of my skull. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they sent me back into the machine. And I was like, that was weird. It feels like acupuncture. It feels like the needle, needles are still in there. Mm. It turns out they were still in there because then they pulled me back out and then they injected the local anesthetic into those points um through the sort of needle heads that they left in and that was very painful and the whole point there was to conduct an eight hour test where every hour i had to basically let them know um whether the pain had stopped and whether it had turned off the pain receptors because the next step is an actual operation where they put me on the operating table and they uh pretty much turn off my nerve endings Hmm. in these specific basically in these specific nodes so because this is technically the upper spine so it's like turning off big bundles of nerve clusters and they use the CT machine so they don't accidentally kill me mm. because, they, you know, this is a fairly important part of... Well, that would really fuck the podcast thing up, wouldn't it? I think that is the key takeaway here. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I got out and for about 20 minutes I was floating on air and it was great. And then as I got in the car, fucking headache came back. So not only did I have all of the... And, this, and the local anesthetic was basically oozing, sensation-wise, oozing down my shoulder. So my arm started to go to sleep and my face started to go to sleep and I was all jacked up on the painkillers and the, and then the headache started and I had like an eight hour headache. Um, now I don't know whether that means the surgery won't do shit. I don't know whether it means they need to get me on the table and try four different vertebrae or whatever, but it was really demoralizing because yeah. the problem with this dad is that you get your hopes up, That's you know, right. yeah. I've had these headaches since I was 18 years old. I'm, I'm turning 40 in January. This is yeah. a yeah. math's not my strong suit, but this <laughs> is a long problem. You know. Yeah, it's a bummer, Paul. <clears throat> so sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, and yeah. everyone has the problem with headaches and the problem with any... So, because I live with chronic pain and I know everyone has different definitions of this, but it is chronic pain. Like, it literally takes me out for days at a time. It's pro- And one of the problems with chronic pain is no one can see it, so mm. people's sympathy is extremely limited. Mm. It's it's hard for people to go, oh, yeah, you got a problem, because when they can't see it, they, the brain doesn't compute that it's no. a real thing, and so they mm. just don't... People find it hard to empathize and give a shit unless they've got something similar themselves. Um, So I've just, dad, I'm trying not to get to the point where I basically mainline morphine to get through the day. So I don't take anything stronger than Nurofen. Basically, Mm. I don't take any codeine. I don't take any, anything stronger than that. Um, Well, my father, he was, um, he, he suffered terribly. Uh, He was a school teacher Mm -hmm. and you know, that, that can be a, God, I, I tip my hat to school teachers. I, I could never, I could not be a school teacher. 
mm-hmm. and for all the school teachers out there honestly i i admire all of you and i say that because my parents were both school teachers so i have a very very and of course i went to school as did most people um it's a tough gig and you know my dad was a chronic migraine sufferer and what he used to take get ready for this listeners mm-hmm. he took valium and he became addicted to valium and i did not know that until he passed away right. i did not know he and i did not know that he suffered anxiety i i fuck the things you find out when yeah. your parents die yeah and um what happened was the Valium over many, many years completely destroyed his kidneys. So he spent the last few years of his life in absolute agony because he needed a double hip replacement, which would have made his last years mm-hmm. very, very bearable and, and given him some pleasure. But no, he suffered till the very end in, in excruciating agony. And the reason they couldn't do any major surgery was that his his kidney function was operating at around about 10%. And that was as a result of all the medication he took for his migraines over the years. Right. Right. And those migraines used to knock him out for up to three days. And mm. you could hear him moaning. And as I said before, there's something really upsetting when children Mm. hear their parents suffering because children and let's face it i guess you're kind of always a child to your parents i mean you know i'm 62 and when i go to it's weird like you know listeners you i mean it's not for everyone but sometimes when you go back to the family home for example you kind of go back and in fact we witnessed that funnily enough paul with you and we do witness it with you, and we've never discussed it. But Christine and I often discuss it amongst ourselves once you've you've gone. Oh, but, cool. but but when children come to the parents' house, they sometimes slip into you know things that they used to do as kids. For example, you'll walk over to the fridge, or just little things like that. And because it's got this strong, even though we're we're not in sort of we not in. I guess the family home, but some people mm. are in. Like I remember, my parents lived in the house for, golly, fifty years, and that has a a really strong sort of impact when you walk through that door. You know, it's the smell, it's the, it's the sort of the familiarity, and I know I've gone off track a little bit, but I guess it's you know if if parents see their kids suffering, that's really really distressing. Yeah, you know, it's it's. It's terrible, but then if you flip the flip the coin, and I, I'd be curious to to sort of hear what other or our listeners, you know, their views, their take on this. But um, yeah, it's a tough gig to see your parents suffering. And Paul, you know, Mum told me last night uh, that your, um, you know, this whole operation had not worked, and I, I was genuinely sad, and I didn't want to call you because I don't like to sort of. I knew I'd get to talk to you today. Dad, you have expressed to me a desire to tell a story about your antique uh, yes, business. Yes, Now, and- I know the listeners love antique stories. They do, yes. And this is a really exciting antique story. I'm, it's, I'd love to share it with you all. Please do. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I live and breathe antiques. Yeah. I, I literally, I've got a like a. I mean, I call it a, a warehouse. Christine laughs, just uncontrollably, because she says, "John, it's not a warehouse. It's like a." She calls it a, like a storeroom, but it's a decent size, and it's that's where I keep all my treasures. Um, and I've got a, I've got one chair in my storeroom, listeners, and I've got a, a like a light that I charge that's magnetic, and I attach it to one of the shelves. I, I go in, close the door, turn the light on, and I just basically sit there and stare at my treasures. Does yeah. that sound weird? No, not at all. You know, it's like a dragon sitting on his hoard of treasure. It's totally healthy. And it's kind of, but this it's it's continually in flux. It's always moving. Things come in, things go out. And I've been buying a lot of stuff lately, a lot of stuff. And I got a call a few weeks ago from a uh, from a guy in the country. Yep. And he prefaced the conversation by saying, uh, "This have you heard of the you know the Fairfax collection, the mm-hmm. famous Fairfax family?" And of course I have, and I, that sort of peaked or tweaked or twerked, twinked. No, any of those None words of those. apply? Peaked, peaked works. P i q u e d peaked. Yes, peaked my 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 interest, mm-hmm. and he started to send photos through on yep. my mobile, and I just I just became more and more excited. Mm-hmm. He lives in the country it's an inheritance he brings the stuff up to sydney he stays with his daughter and Mm son-in-law who live in a nice suburb nearby and about a week ago i prepared myself mentally for what i was about to see and i go into this house there he is we shake hands he he's a he's an interesting guy he's he's a gold miner Mm -hmm. uh he's he's a I tried all my sort of my subtleties and my charm and all all the different angles, and he was just a no nonsense guy. And I, you know, I was I was really going hard. And then I sort of walk over to the table. He's got everything set up beautifully. Yeah. And it was like, it was just such an exciting experience for me. I got to see some really rare and beautiful things, and I. It's very interesting when you're standing next to the owner of a collection and i'm sure because they're sort of looking at you and they they're wanting to see how you go through the process what you pick up first yeah so i try not to focus on the best things that are the best things in my mind so i'm looking at everything oh you don't want to kind of let them know what no i just i don't want to sort of you know so i kind of pick up things of mixed values yeah sure Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And I wasn't super thorough. I, and I gave him my quote, listeners. And let me just say to you all that it was a big quote. In terms of dollars, it was... It, let's say you could have bought maybe a second-hand car. Maybe not a great second-hand car, but I'm just trying to sort of... I'm not going to go into specifics at this stage. But... And the look on his face, I thought he was having a seizure. He grimaced. And mm. I thought, fuck, what the... What? And I said, what? I, I just said, what's with... I'm paraphrasing here, but I basically said, look, what's with the facial expressions? And he said, yeah. oh, he said, um, look, I'm really, really disappointed. He said, I reckon I can get what you've offered for one of these items. And my heart mm. sank and I was right. fucked. Right. And I just thought, shit, I've really blown this. And I shook his hand and I graciously left. I drove about 500 meters, mm-hmm. hands sort of clasping, literally gripping the steering wheel of my magnificent ute i pulled over and i thought i have completely i thought john what were you thinking i started to go through the process and I, it's just one of those weird things and i texted him back which i rarely do and i said look i i'm sorry about the you know the low ball quote which was a big quote i said um i think hey, I was, you didn't you didn't tell him you lowballed, did you yeah i just yeah i did i said i because I, huh. I i knew i had no chance Right. I had no chance of getting this stuff. And they, we're talking A-grade, fuck me, it's fucking scary. And I just, I became desperate. And I said, look, please just keep me in the loop. I was a little bit overwhelmed. Lovely meeting you. And he wrote back saying, yep, yeah, cool. And then a few days later, and I'm saying, mm. poor, poor Christine, she's really just, I don't know how she lives with these i don't know how she does it because i just go on and on and on and i i I know and listeners i can hand on heart Mm. i promise that i was losing sleep i was waking up at one in the morning two in the morning four in the morning and then i worse than waking up i was doing research on the items that i had seen and then i began to realize in my heart that i'd completely Mm. blown it you were hyperfixating as a thing that I can relate to. Dad. Okay, I, really it, I became. It, it was all I thought about, and yeah. every time I talked to Christine and and you and Tegan came up, and I tried to give you an analogy. You recall the analogy I gave you both? Uh, about some yes. famous director. You said it was like if we were working on a TV project and George Clooney got cast. Basically, yeah. was what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, and invited you out to lunch. Yeah, and maybe, yeah, whatever. So, because I really. That's the problem in life, listeners, when, like, if you're like me and you really, you're very enthusiastic, you use colourful language, you you sort of use hyperbole, um, and then all of a sudden when something incredible happens, even though lots of incredible things realistically do happen to me, and that's a fact, mm-hmm. um, but then again, occasionally <clears throat> something really major happens, 
<clears throat> and I'm trying to sort of move on mentally. And then what happened was the gentleman involved, he said to me, he wrote to me and he said, look, I'm getting lots and lots of other quotes. Now, I, I never really, I didn't know whether he actually was or wasn't. <clears throat> Christine was a little bit sceptical. I wasn't. You'd be a fool to just get one quote. And my quote, he obviously felt was too low. So he got other quotes. And then a few days ago, I get a text message through. And it said, I'm, I'm going to share with you and the listeners now um, what the text said. It said, um, I'm not interested in auction, consignment. All these things had been suggested to him. So clearly there were lots of other people involved. He said... Um, I'm only going to consider offers over, and he gave a figure. Okay. Was now, it a big one? It was, uh, yeah, it was, he said, I'm not even going to consider offers uh, less than So that's kind of your starting point. And then I'm thinking, okay, so I've got one more chance. I'm still in the ring, and I know that there are other people involved, and... Then I came up with a figure. Then I went and spoke to a dear friend of mine who's a who's a very, very, um, very esteemed antique dealer and, and he's a friend and he's a lovely guy who just might I had bought loose units that I went up and did a dedication for. He's such a nice guy. Love and it. he said to me, John, this sort of opportunity rarely presents itself in, in life because I showed him some of the photos. He said, you have to go hard. So I I pulled all stops. And I had to borrow to make up my offer. I had to borrow 10000 off my mum. And thank you, mum, which I will pay you back. <clears throat> I promise. Uh, and then I submitted my offer. Then I really suffered because I'm right at the cusp. And he said that he will notify everyone of their successful or unsuccessful offer. He was only going to notify actually the successful person and he gave a two-day sort of timeline. And then two mornings ago, 7 a.m., uh, would you like me to read what he wrote? Yes. Uh, is it? Okay, okay, no, okay it's, yeah. It's, it's cool. I'll explain why it's cool in a sec. Yeah. Um, now just get ready for this. Okay. He's such a nice guy. Uh, okay. So here's, I'm, I'm reading, listeners, the message I got. Here we go. Oh, this is so great. <clears throat> Morning, John. Congratulations. Items can be picked up. And he gives the address, time. Yep. He talks about all the financial um, arrangements, uh-huh. regards, such and such. And I got it. And then I started to feel slightly, I'm not going to say I had buyer's remorse, but I started to feel a bit, Queasy. Well, because it's possible, entirely possible, that by you calling him early and saying, please, 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 he's just created this fake bidder's war and then giving um, you a high price and you're grateful for that. Look, I'm just floating that as possible. No, I, I think that's very... On the, on the, on the spectrum of possibilities, yep. uh, it's unlikely. But... How? Okay, Paul, this is really important. Yeah. He's gone back to the country. He's left the stuff with his daughter and son-in-law. Yesterday, in the terrible terrible weather i went to the house and there the guy the son-in-law he opens the door and guess what he is a fucking hardcore fan of loose units huh and it was so lovely 
What huh. a gentleman. He was telling me stories. He actually told me stories of things. He was very cryptic. He'd say something like, oh, I, re- I remember the one about the drill hole on the piano. Remember that oh, one? Oh, I remember that one. I love that one. It's a classic. Yeah. But the yeah, thing yeah, is, yeah, yeah. you know, that proved to me that he's not... Because I thought at first, oh, look, you know, maybe, you know, it's been a week or two since I met your father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, you've just done a bit of a crash course because I mentioned it to the dad. But no, no, this guy is... is And what a lovely... And the wife, they were so lovely to me. And it was a, it was a, a great thing. I... Now, this also came with a beautiful original display cabinet that the things were... I mean, these are real treasures. Yeah. And I took the... Uh, in the rain, I took the, the, the beautiful um, display cabinet back to my storeroom, and I've actually yeah. put some of the treasures back into the store, into the actual original cabinet. Well. And it's... Mate, I'm so, so happy. I would like to give a shout-out to that lovely listener. For I think that's just so... That's so lovely. It's just absolutely... Bloody wonderful. And I'm actually contacting the, fa- the family uh, in the country this morning uh, and I'm going to be given all of the, 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 the details of the, of the, you know, the, the historic significance and, and, and the lineage through, you know, the original owners, which is a very famous Australian family. So I'm really so he excited. Wasn't, he wasn't shafting you. He was just being coy. And the fact is, you, do you, okay, here's a question. Do you think the fact that he's a fan of our show helped you get the quote um because sometimes dad i will do business dealings with people and i'll be chatting with them and only later do i reveal that i'm actually a fan of their work i keep that kind of mm. on the down low until i've developed a certain well level of relationship. well okay look the stuff belongs to the dad he's not a fan it's the son-in-law okay yeah so it's yeah, the, that makes it's, sense it's the it's because I, I i discussed the true crime stuff i was babbling on when i first met him and basically i was desperate Mm-hmm. And I really was very excited. That's mm-hmm. why I'm a really, really bad poker player. I used to play poker for, you know, for, I think we may have used one cent coins or matchsticks or something like that. And it was a big thing and we'd all be, and, and I'd be playing with some, and one of the guys actually was a professional poker player. Uh-huh. And every single time I got a good hand, everyone folded. Every single time. So they could read me. Because I just got, I thought I was being super cool. But I, I wasn't. I have no poker face either, Dad. No, but Christine said when I walk into a room, she said, John, everyone knows how you feel. And I think you'll agree with that. Yep. I am the same. I am absolutely the same. Yep. Dad, I think that's all the time we have for today's episode. I've um, enjoyed it. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I know I have as well. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed yourselves. It's been really fun hanging out with you again. Uh, please head across to our Facebook page and get in touch with us and just say hi. Uh, make sure you give a rating and a review to the show and make sure, if you can, that you also grab a copy of Electric Blue. Uh, the best and cheapest and easiest place to grab it right now is Booktopia. So yeah. it's a really, really great website. It's a wonderful outlet. We use them to order all our books. So Booktopia is the best way to do that. And there's a link, I believe, to that over on the Facebook page. Yeah, and also... But- Let's fill those last few seats. And someone got in touch and they want us to do a show in London. Oh, God, can you imagine? I can. Oh, God, that'd be incredible. We would love to come to London. We would absolutely love to come to London. Uh, Anyway, that's all the time we have for today's show. Have a great weekend and we will see you next week for more Loose Units. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.